sometimes it, we feel that maybe it's not reciprocated. You know, that there's no appreciation. Now, well, I was there too. So I was in that lack of appreciation mode. I was in that I, I've lost a whole lot. I've put a whole lot into something. I've lost it. It's been taken from me. It's been removed from me. And I don't know how to get it back. I'm struggling how to get me back. I'm struggling how to talk with anybody because after all, in the midst of my struggle, I'm trying to figure out who can I talk to that I can trust and lean on to know that when I talk to them, when I begin to share my heart, that it stays with them. And it does. It doesn't end up in the weeds. It doesn't end up via cell phone it doesn't end up you know instagram and facebook and twitter it doesn't end up on youtube who can i talk to because after all men women have all kinds of places they can go to but men we're not taught to share we're not taught to be transparent we're not taught to build each other up we're not taught to hold each other's hand hold each other up we're just taught to be the protector we're just taught to be strong we're taught to just hang in there in spite of it all. And honestly, truthfully, I was bitter, broken, upset, felt devoured, invaluable, left alone, sometimes ignored. And I finally told my wife, I think it's time for me to leave. I've never played with that type of tone. I've never played with that type of attitude. I've never played with that type of response, that type of action. I've never played with any of that for I know I had no one in front of me, no examples in front of me that gave up. So I struggled with it. I struggled with it. I, I didn't have any examples that said, you know what? deuces I'm out I didn't have examples in front of me the examples I had in front of me were people that hung in there that people that stayed with it but I also didn't have any examples of people that really taught you how to hang in there and be transparent yeah we're taught to oh just lean on the Lord and everything will be okay but what about that conversation what about that conversation with your fellow man with other fellow couples who are willing to share how they stayed in it and many times we tell people how we tell people that they should, but we don't tell them what the um, how you did it, how you made it. How did you make it 20 years? How did you make it 40 years? How did you make it 50 years, 60 years? We, we don't tell people the struggles that you went through and the cost that's involved to make it that far. What type of collaboration and communication it takes between a man and a woman to make it. We don't talk about the ups and downs and how I can be on FM and she can be on AM and somewhere in the middle. We've got to be able to collaborate and appreciate the fact that there are differences in order for us to make it. We don't talk about a lot of that. So because I was in a space that I didn't think I had anybody that I can really cry on and lean on without thinking that it was going to get back out. I didn't talk. I kept it in. And because I kept it in, I made that decision. And later on, it wasn't saying, I think it's time for me to leave. The next move was on this such and such a day, on this such and such a month, I'm moving out. 
And that's what happened. And on a particular day, on a particular Saturday or Friday, whatever day it was, I packed my things and I left. After almost 19 years of marriage, I believe it was my 19th year, 19 year of marriage, I left. 2016, I left. I already had secured my own place. Start thinking about buying my own furniture, my own separate electronics, my own this, my own that. Because after all, many times we get into, after we make a decision, we try to fill it with things to say it's my own, my own doing. And one of the other characteristics that I took on was a hardened heart. Yeah. That was tough because I knew that there were people around and sometimes, you know, they would want to talk, but because of a hardened heart, sometimes when you have a hardened heart, you refuse to listen or you ignore phone calls because you have a hardened heart because you don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to hear it. And anytime we have a hardened heart and we make decisions that are unseemingly, it's because of the hardened heart that we have. Because that now it's how can I make up for the loss? Yeah. Yeah. How can I make up for my losses? How can I make up for my inadequacies? Sometimes it's through shopping, it's through gambling. Um, sometimes it's through sex addiction, addiction. Sometimes it's through lust. Sometimes it's through uh, materialistic possessions. And we always find reasons or ways to make up for our losses in life through some of these different avenues. And yes, I started acquiring a bunch of different things. Started buying my own stuff, you know, and whatever. I was still at my job by this time. You know, I had basically completely stopped for the most part my business to just work full time at my job because that took more hours out of my life um, than my business that I wanted to do even allowed me to have. And even though I was flourishing in one aspect on the job, there were other areas of my life that were sacrifices. Yeah, there was huge sacrifices, sacrifices of my health, sacrifices of my spirit, sometimes sacrifices in your integrity when you're trying to do what's right. There were times that I would be at work at, you know, nine, 10 o'clock at night and still not get home till three and four p.m. the next day. And then, by the way, you had to be right back at work at nine, 10 o'clock at night that same day. And by the way, your job was not 10 minutes away. It was a 45 to an hour commute each way. <laughs> yeah. So if you take into account that you're doing uh, 10 to about 15 hour days just working, which does not in include your commute time of an hour each way, that's roughly in between a minimum of 13 to 17 hours of your life gone every day. How can you even do a business? Yeah. So there was, a, again, there was a lot of things that happened. And in during uh, some of those times, one that sticks out to mind where um, 
I was on my way home. I had to do a job earlier that day. Um, but I was also helping my sister move, move some things. So I did a job earlier that day and helped my sister move. And I was on my way home, had a ladder to in the car. By this time, it's roughly about 12 uh, a.m. in the morning heading home. And I rolled my car, told it in, rolled it. Yeah, that was a moment. So I rolled my car or it flipped over and ended up on its side. And it just so happened and my son was in the car too. He was on the passenger side and I had to help him out. Man, that was a moment. Very scary moment for me. Um, that ended up becoming another loss. Only to find out because also during that time, no one knew that I moved out. No one knew I left other than my wife and my children. And um, someone had to come and pick me up. Happened to be my sister and my mom. And as my sister is taking me home, myself and my son home, um, I can tell the look on my mother's face was like, well, where are we going? Because this is not where we're going. This is not the way to go to his house. So, yeah, that was tough, you know. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of things that I did that were not the best. So later on through the process of time, you know, I began thinking about where do I go from here? What's next for me? And started dating. I did. I did. started dating. And it just so happened it ended up being a person that I've known for years, years, you know, back to my teenage years. And sometimes you think of, let's be truthful. could have happened what could have been what could have transpired um and yeah you know you make decisions and begin talking with people and um you think about what was instead of focusing on what is and in this what what was moment you know, begin dating and what have you. And, you know, you make these decisions. And it went from dating to getting married to that individual. You know, again, this was after my divorce was final. And you marry this individual. And again, you're, you're, you begin thinking about what can I do to make up what was? What can I do to get back to what was. And a lot of times we fail to realize we are who we now, who we are now because there's some things that what was is no longer. Mm -hmm. Previous relationships change who you are. Your previous struggles change who you are. Your um, successes, your scholastic endeavors, 
maybe things that you've picked up along the way change who you are. And then you then soon realize that what you wanted from the past no longer exists in your future and in your present. But that wasn't a thing. The thing was for me was trying to fix something. I I just have a tendency. I, I enjoy fixing things. I mean, if I see something that's just kind of out of whack, I try to find that hammer, that nails, that, you know, that Dremel, that Milwaukee, that rigid tool, whatever that is to solve, fix, screw, um, glue, whatever that is, that thing together in order to fix it. And then look at, wow, I actually did that. I actually fixed that. You're not, not saying, hey, look what I did. No, it's just simple fact. Well, I was actually able to fix that. And when you're that type of person, you know, sometimes you're always looking for ways of doing things. And um, there was a coming, there, come, there came a time when I had to really look in the mirror, you know, and throughout, you know, my hobbies, throughout the skills that I've acquired, throughout all the things that I've done, you know, drone flying and all that and all the different things that I enjoy doing in those hobbies. When the hobby was over, you know, my droning, um, flying my drones, that was a way of escape for me. That was my peace. When I got home from work, I go down the street, go to this local field, meet with the other guys who are also flying planes, drones, helicopters and whatever. And we had a good camaraderie because it was a way of escaping bad situations. It was a way of escaping maybe something that happened on the job. It was a way of escaping maybe something that happened in your home, maybe something that happened with your children. It was a way of escaping. But the problem was, just like with alcoholism, just like with drugs, just like with um, overspending and doing a whole lot of shopping, the problem is, is once that is done, that problem is still looking you at the fa- in the face when you walk through that door on your job, walk through that door at your house, maybe walk through that door at your church. That problem is still there and you have to find a way to deal with it. And... um even though I was trying to deal with it behind closed doors. And I'm not talking about behind closed doors in my home. I'm talking about behind these closed doors. I mean, the closed doors in your mind, behind those closed doors that nobody ever knows about, that no one ever knows your secret thoughts and where you are behind closed doors. I was literally struggling. I was struggling because I was really trying to find myself. You know, and sometimes you look at um, where you are and you can't believe where you are. Sometimes it's a good thing, but sometimes it's a bad thing. And though for me, though I still had a relationship with God, though that there was still an anointing on my life that never left. I never, ever, ever, and still till this day, I never want to find myself without the presence of the Lord. So my had wish had always been, Lord, you know me. You know me more than my mother or my father, or my sister or my brother. 
You know me more than my wife. You know me. You know my gifting. You know my uprisings and my downsettings. But I don't like where I'm at. And I need something from you. Yeah, it was a struggle. So now here it is, you know, I'm married in a a newly old relationship. There was some struggles. There's, you know, every relationship there's going to be struggle. Um, there weren't any like major out of pocket like struggles. Don't get me wrong with that. There weren't like major out of pocket, but there were struggles. Some I liked, some I disliked. Some she liked, some she disliked. There were some struggles. But in the midst of these struggles, I'm still trying to be a father to my children. I'm still trying to be around for my children. I'm still trying to love my children. And I'm struggling with it. Not with them, but within me. Because I know as much as they've told me that they're good. I find out later on. The grass ain't always greener on the other side. And you find out that if you water your own grass, it'll be just as green. 